What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend to debrief an effort to send biblical truth. What better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I'm one of your hosts. Good to be back with you. My name is Caleb Pearson. I'll come your way first. My fellow co-host, Alicia Battaglia. Alicia, how are you? I'm very well. Thankfully, we remember we remember you. Welcome yeah. back. Thank you. It is so good to have you I back. I got to see both of you outside of the podcast the last couple mm-hmm. weeks, but it's yes. officially good to be back. But yes. yeah, I'm a dad. I know. And little <laughs> Do I seem wise? You... you be well, honest. <laughs> you, you and Hannah, to see you on Sunday uh-huh. with your little bundle in her arms, you were glowing. And it was so fun to see you guys. It was a and, lot of fun. Yeah. And Samuel was just sleeping through the whole thing. He did good. So. He did good for his first his first Sunday back. He slept through Mark Carey's sermon, which is a bucket list yeah, thing. Right. So we all have to do it sometime. Uh, he got it out right away. So yeah, but yeah, it's surreal. It's very fun. He's three weeks old tomorrow, and it's just wow. crazy. We are so happy for yeah, you. But, uh, she's back with us. This is this is a version of the co-host trifecta. I don't think we've been on together in this way before. But the three of us? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. Miss Abby Lindenberg. Abby, how are you? Good. Good. Yeah, no Mark Francis. We yeah, can say whatever we want about we've him. We've had Mark Both Francis Marks, really. here with all of us. But. Yeah, but... Guys, let's jump into a, a Sunday in review and unpack Easter a little bit. I also want to hear, what what do you guys do for Easter outside of church? I mean, it's one thing to do Good Friday or Easter Sunday. You know, everyone puts on their Sunday best. You get to see everybody, especially out-of-town people, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll just kind of unpack that. So, Alicia, first off, what you went to F3? I did. Yes, okay. I went to F3. Nice. Um, which was really cool uh was it packed down there compared to yes that's what i figured yes yeah we uh andy and i we were uh teaching four-year-olds for the 9 30 and it was packed we had preschool 9 30 was popping yeah yeah Yeah. Um, did you serve before 11 you just went to the 11 okay we we had keystone the week before easter and mark francis comes into f3 and he's like we're gonna reset the room with these Mm u-shaped rows to like Mm -hmm. fit whatever it was 50 70 more chairs i was like i don't think that's doable but we did it yes it happened and the seats were almost all the way full yeah it was fun i went to the we went to the 9 30 um and then got to stay before and after to to visit with people and yeah there were a few family friends that they had kids that grew up here in the church with me and i hadn't seen them in forever Uh, they live in lynchburg but they got to visit and they like recognized me right away i don't know it's christmas and easter where you kind of you look around with a little bit more excitement Mm because you're like who's here right um but and how was the 11 uh, I was at 9.30 also. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't know why <laughs> okay. I thought you were at the 11. Totally yeah, wrong. Yeah, but, but. Uh, Jeremy was the same way. He was like, there's so many people here that I don't recognize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, partly because we don't normally go to 9.30 and partly yeah. because a lot of people are here. It was just really cool to see everyone. And, yeah. and kids, too. I like yeah. when the kids are in the service. I right. think it makes it fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And even, and like, too. we canceled all the youth classes for Easter so they could be upstairs. And so being back with the baby, seeing the youth, and seeing everybody else, it really just felt like one big happy family you know and doing all that stuff but we had a, there was a, a new family that showed up um thinking the service was at ten forty-five, and they went and sat right in front of us as the nine thirty was ending oh. and so it was so funny they were like so confused but we got to oh. engage with them and be like don't worry like they there's one more service we're not the only one oh i'm sure yeah. but yeah it was a lot of fun 
uh, yeah, just the Easter message. He he has risen uh, over and yes. over, Mark got to say. And I, I appreciated that he went to Acts. I think it's so funny. I always wonder, like, is he going to acknowledge the sermon series? Mm-hmm. Do you try to explain where we've been and where we're headed? But he, he brought out stuff in mm-hmm. Acts that I thought stood out to me. I don't know, Alicia, if anything specifically stood out to you. Well, it was really cool just to, like, reflecting on the whole weekend from Good Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get to go to Good Friday service, but I did watch it online. And um, it to like after the whole weekend and I was just kind of reflecting on everything, it was really neat to see from the Good Friday service that started basically from creation and Adam and Eve and, mm. and the emphasis was on the blood and um, the blood is what opens the way to the presence of God. You know, that kind of was the theme and then brought us all the way through to the very end of the Easter service when we sang, Is He Worthy? Which I can't hardly get through that song without Mm. crying, but it just, (laughs) it's so beautiful to Mm -hmm. to see it um, recounted and Mm. to see that He is worthy. He is the one that is able to open the seals and, you know, to open the scroll. I don't have a lot of like memories of Good Friday services here growing up. Maybe, maybe they did them, but it seems like over the last couple of years, they, they've been very intentional. And I, I don't have anybody from the worship team here to, to um, specify this, but that whole weekend and setting the stage, and, and I know there were over 300 people at each Good Friday service, I think, which is really good. And yeah. just that opportunity to meditate on it and think through all three days, I think is cool. But yeah, when, when it's Easter Sunday and you look around the room, and even for me and Hannah personally, like what we've been through and then bringing our son to his first church experience, it was like, holy smokes, Lord, like that's so crazy how, yeah. how faithful he is, how even for our life, like one year ago today was such a different circumstance, and, and here we are celebrating him again. Yeah. And that message doesn't change. Right. The, the Christmas and Easter, you know, thing every single year, but it's so worth meditating on yeah. and focusing on. And I don't know, the weather was nice. Like, everyone's just, like, happier, kind of, <laughs> you know, it's we're out of the winter. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't it know, it stood out to all me. All in all, a celebration of life, uh, yeah. which was... Um, I, I needed that. My heart needed mm. that. Mm. And um, I, I think that for us to be able to take that time, especially um, congregationally, uh, to celebrate together is uh, so meaningful. And it's such a reflection of just the, the church at large mm. and just a small taste of what heaven's going to be like and just the celebration that we're going to have when we are finally resurrected and with him uh, in eternity, which is, I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. (laughs) Abby, what, what stood out to you or were you able to have any interaction Sunday morning with, with people? Um, yeah, uh, I, well, I heard Good Friday was amazing. I personally was working during the first service and couldn't go to the other one, but I heard it was, like, so good, and it, like, made me want to go back and watch it. Um, but I know, like, kind of how you were saying, Caleb, they are really intentional on kind of leaving it like a cliffhanger. Sure. So that, like, by the time you get to Sunday, you're ready to, like, complete that, if that makes sense. And so I, like, appreciate that effort from the worship team, just that they're so thoughtful and, like, this is what this day probably felt like mm-hmm. versus, like, coming into Sunday with the celebration. It really puts it all in a perspective because mm-hmm. sometimes I think, uh, like, Christmas can almost overshadow Easter in a way. It's just, sure. like, there's a whole month for Christmas, but yeah. then Easter's a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, like, it's kind of nice that it's, like, it, they did spread it out and it was 
just so celebratory by the time we got to Sunday. Mm-hmm. One thing that stood out to me this year, especially, there was a, a picture that went around on like Twitter and Facebook. They showed a picture of New York City on Easter Sunday, 1958, I think it was, and they lit up the towers in the shape of a cross in the city of New York wow, to honor Easter. <laughs> and we all know that's not happening no, not anymore. Happening uh, Google's yeah. homepage said Easter was a, a festivity with a, you know, a couple little eggs. It's not necessarily, it doesn't have the claim and culture it once had, mm-hmm. but for us to experience it all the same and almost be like, who cares if the world cares less about this now? Like it's the same to us. It's our same God. It's that same story. Yeah. I don't know. That stood out to me. It almost motivated me more to, to celebrate Easter when I see how neglected it is, mm-hmm. you know, from, from so many people. Um, even amidst all the, the joy and the happy, I, I know so many awesome people that, you know, they did the eggs and the baskets and all this other stuff, but to tie some of that stuff into being with family, into mm-hmm. going to church, into mm-hmm. the actual you know reason for the season, so to mm-hmm. speak. I just think it makes all the difference. And so one thing I wanted to ask was, as people listen to this, and there's not, Mark's not even here because there wasn't a whole long sermon or a bunch of acts to exegete or anything like that. What, what, what does Easter look like for your family? Like, do you guys do stuff outside of Sunday service together? Or is it like, Growing up as kids, was it Easter baskets and some scripture yeah. thrown in? And... Yeah, so our so our kids are older now. Yeah, uh, two of them are married. So Easter is changing. This year sure. we were not all together. It was just uh, the three younger boys uh, who still live at home. Uh, and so traditionally, though, we've usually had people over and had big meal and the yeah. Easter egg hunts and all the things and just a day of celebrating and uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's normally been our tradition, but this year was a little different. So it was a wonderful day, but we weren't all together. Well, it's just so funny to, to, I almost ask out of my own curiosity as well, because obviously seasons change for us. This was my son's first Easter, and so he got six baskets from grandparents and us, (laughs) and I'm like, oh my goodness, look at all this stuff we have to deal with. But yeah, growing up for me, there was a combination of the festivity, but Easter eggs with scripture in them, or Mm -hmm. a little cross, or it was kind of a both... But my parents were very intentional about, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is this is why we're actually doing this. It was always dress nice. You're going to see grandma, mm-hmm. you know, be on your best behavior, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's cool. to. It's so hard for me to still, and I'll have plenty of time my whole life to, to learn this, but to be a dad in these seasons now, it's like, man, I can't wait to demonstrate mm-hmm. what we know Easter to be yeah. so that it's a lot more than whatever, you know, right. whatever he happens to discover. Well, at a and age. two, there is an intentionality that is important, I think, in that um, we've, you know, we have at our, our old church there, we used to have a Seder dinner, mm-hmm. um, which was really, really neat and impactful. And then the Good Friday service. And then there's always that the in-between day of Saturday of just waiting. And yeah. so that's a good time of reflection, too. And um, that also helps to bring the anticipation for Sunday morning mm-hmm. as well. And so, um, you know, with all of the activities and uh, celebrations and everything that time of reflection is important. And I think that as families, um, we, we need to be talking about that. Mm-hmm. And, um, it just, it helps, um, 
put the reason for the season back into it, just like yeah. we're intentional with Christmas as well. Yeah. I appreciate the time span of the three days of Easter. Y- y- you hear that like fun fact, Jesus probably wasn't born in winter or what we know as December. It was mm-hmm. probably the summer. You know, all those studies of when Jesus was actually born as far as Christmas is concerned. But when you get down to that three-day period mm-hmm. and you get to actually slowly think on, okay, right now this is what would happen. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost eerie in a way, but yeah. it's like very... I don't know, it, it points you to it, and it, yeah. it, it makes you think on it. And over the years for me as a young adult, that silent Saturday has meant a lot. I um, uh, went a, a, a Bible teacher that I really appreciate, and um, I've read some of her books. But anyway, she I wanted to share something that she had uh, posted on social media, and I thought it was a good application to Mark's sermon with just the words he has risen and that mm-hmm. the impact of that is. And Mark had said that for us, how important it is for us to live out that truth, the resurrected Jesus and the resurrected me being lived out. And so um, anyway, this is, this is what uh, the quote says. There tends to be a disconnect among Christians regarding the resurrection. We know how to dress up for it, how to celebrate it, how to sing about it. But have we learned how to live in light of it? The resurrection is both a historical event and an avenue of present power. We want to remember the resurrection as if it were only a past tense reality. Christ's victory over sin and death is practical for the Christian Hmm. in that it changes everything. Are you struggling with loving your neighbor, dying to self, pride, prayerlessness? Do you lack godly confidence in ministry? Could it be that the resurrection is something you know but don't believe? And by believing, I don't mean you don't believe Jesus actually got up. What I mean is Hmm. it is possible you don't believe that because he did, you can too. We do well to take some time before or after elaborate celebrations to examine our lives including our most besetting sins, insecurities, and struggles, and ask ourselves, what does Christ's resurrection have to say about this? Um, First of all, is that your handwriting? Did you handwrite that whole yeah, quote? Yeah, I did. You're so yeah. impressive. <laughs> well, I didn't want to bring my phone up here because it's distracting. I, so. I love the audio listeners because they don't see how much more prepared I, you are than I am. But I Well, and <laughs> yeah, I, I would prefer to write things and do things dig- digitally. But then yeah. she references... Um, Romans Romans six, uh, starting in verse four, and and this this is very practical. Mm-hmm. We were buried therefore with him by baptism by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. And hmm. then it goes on, but but it's just, you yeah. know, these are good questions to ask ourselves because um, the fact that he has risen, that is, that does change everything. And so we 
because we have been given re- resurrected life, we have access to power mm-hmm. to live upright and godly lives now. Yeah. Well, you want to preach and teach, you know, stop living for yourself or come to the end of yourself. But that sounds so oppressive and like unfun. Yeah. And why, why in the world would I do that until you understand what that means right, right. there, the, the participating in that and, and what the resurrection actually means. And I appreciate, and Mark does this well, on Christmas as well, like he doesn't, um, I don't know how to phrase it. He's just so humble in the sense that he's like, we would be wasting our time if Jesus didn't actually do this. Right, yeah. Uh, It's probably pretty easy to preach. What we're doing here is so important. This is the most important Sunday morning of our year, Bubba. All he's saying is we'd be a bunch of silly people wasting our time in this room Mm -hmm. if this wasn't actually true, Mm -hmm. but it is. And he alluded to it just for a little bit, how people want to put him back in the grave, but you mm-hmm. can't. People try to find him, but they right. can't. It's it's a historical fact, and we're here to tell you about it. And that is I, what exactly what I want somebody visiting to hear mm-hmm. yeah. as they visit a church or as maybe this is the one time a year they're, you know, they're actually in church. It's like, man, that is... I don't know, it's a, it's a testament to, to his preaching style and this church's approach and the elders' value of... We're going to tell it like it is. Right. If this is our the one chance a year, you're going to hear scripture. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear it over and over and over. Right. And Mark's sermon is, he has risen, and that's it. If you're leaving with those three words, you left with it. So yeah. uh, we're dying to know, Abby, yeah. the Smith household growing up with all those <laughs> siblings. What did you What did you do for Easter? How did, did faith come into play? Was it was it a, a Christian walk as well? Did Noah Smith steal your eggs? What's the, what's the gossip? <laughs> I mean, when I was living at home, Noah Smith was a baby. So oh, okay. <laughs> that's a little different. But um, yeah, we actually, I, it felt like a multi-day celebration even back then mm. because uh, we got together with some other families from the church and did an Easter egg hunt. Didn't you go to that too? You talking about the the big old Easter egg yeah, hunt? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Perkins, yeah. Oh like, yeah. There was a whole bunch of people that would have a big old Easter egg hunt, yes. kind of out in the middle of nowhere. We'd find eggs like six months later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like in the <laughs> woods, but it, that felt very like it was big. Yeah, yeah, it was, but it was great. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, like some of the most of the eggs didn't have candy, which was probably like what parents preferred. <laughs> but it was like Kayla yeah. was saying, like there was little crosses, stickers, Bible verses. I don't know. It was just like something about it. Like even though we weren't getting candy, we all still like loved it. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm so glad you brought that up. It just brought back so many memories. I remember little Ben Avery like steamrolling a bunch of kids to get eggs. <laughs> yeah, you, as a kid, you're like, no, this one didn't have candy. It's just like a rolled up scroll of scripture or right, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. but that plants a seed, right? It's uh-huh. like okay, some somebody. <laughs> Went through hours and hours and hours, yeah. however many thousands of eggs, rolling up God's word so that little Kayla Pierce could come by and be ungrateful that it wasn't a <laughs> right. Twix bar. Exactly. Like, that's that's right. impressive. Yeah. You know, that is, that's the Christian life. That's passing on the, the meaning of what we're doing to the next generation. And, and yeah, my mom still gave me an Easter basket this year. It was like mm-hmm. my Easter basket next to my son's. Part of me is like, how long is that going to last? But I <laughs> yeah. was excited. My mom did that too. And then yeah. once, like... All the kids came along, and she's like, no, no more. <laughs> yeah, and, and that stuff is so fun, but when I'm looking in these Easter baths, and I, and I see things that say, like, uh, prayers answered, you know, for my son, or, or these Bible verses that Hannah mm-hmm. and I have clung to over the last year or two, it's like, wow. Uh, awesome. It's yeah, very heartwarming, very exciting, and mm-hmm. just fun so to be a part of. So on that same note, so I was um, reading in Luke uh, just the account, the resurrection account and everything, and mm. and. I was thinking about your question of like, well, how do we celebrate Easter and all of that? Mm-hmm. And and he, I saw how 
Jesus celebrated Easter in this way after he had risen from the dead. And so I don't know if you remember, but on the road to Emmaus, when Cleopas and his friend are walking and they're sad and they're just <laughs> like, you know, what has just happened? And Jesus, they don't know it's Jesus, comes up to them and it's like, hey, what are you guys talking about? And they're like, haven't you heard? And blah, 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 blah. And so um, Jesus, he starts to talk to them and then he's, you know, explaining the scriptures and where he is and all the scriptures and they're still not quite seeing it. But then um, when they finally stop and they ask him to stay, um, Jesus, he, he opens their hearts and um, they he breaks the bread and and they recognize him and then um then he vanishes <laughs> but then uh the cleopas and his friend said didn't our did not our hearts burn in us while he talked to us on the road when he opened to us the scriptures hmm. so we we have that scene and then they go and they go to the disciples well then jesus appears to this disciples um and you know he's showing them his physical body of, look, I've got the scars, all the things. Um, and he asked for something to eat. They gave him fish. You know, there's all this is happening. But then here, it's, here he does it again. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And so what Jesus did hmm. for his Easter celebration was he was pointing uh, his people back to the scriptures, mm -hmm. to who he is mm -hmm. in the scriptures. And that just really jumped out to me because um, that is where we where we know God. That's mm -hmm. how we experience God. And and we can see his his Holy Spirit at work, you know, stirring their hearts and opening their eyes. And and that reality is for us as well. Like that's how we can experience Easter mm -hmm. is by experiencing him through his word and well, through and the, the enemy, spirit. The enemy wants you to think Jesus was so mystical and, and hard to figure out and there's still so many gaps, but of all opportunities to appear and then say everything's changed throw out every throw out all the books throw out all the scripture here's the new order of sorts like he could have done that yeah. but the fact that all he did was point them to something they already had right. is so mind-boggling to me yeah. and then they were able to see it in that new light because of what he just did yeah. that's what we can do yeah. and that's why the we, we did what we did this past weekend and why and we wanted to do to a podcast about it for now. stuffing scriptures into the <laughs> yeah it worked uh, I guess 20 years later thanks for that yeah. I'm so glad it wasn't or a Twix um, but yeah. yeah do you guys remember when we used to not do Palm Sunday here and we would do an egg hunt instead I wasn't here then an egg hunt on yeah. on, on campus no, at um, Kernstown oh wow I don't know if I remember that I could have been after my time how old are after you after your time how old are you, are you? how old am I I'm 25 were you a kid uh, I was in high school. Interesting. I would like serve. I would face paint. Like, oh, it was, like, oh, interesting. It was kind of like a, yeah. it was like follow star, but for Easter. Yeah. And so I, we'd be I, at Kernstown, and we had a big egg hunt open for like everyone, and we would serve hot dogs and hamburgers, and there would be like face painting and like. I'll have to get stuff. I'll have to get Francis to do a long form yeah. Fellowship Family podcast about what this <laughs> church has done for Easter over the years, because yeah. I remember dressing up in all black, waving palm branches, like <laughs> every black? Sunday. Yeah, yeah, to like blend okay. in or whatever. You know what I mean? Once Rose gets going with creative arts, you just okay. do what you, you told. You just do what she but says. There's, okay. a lot, there's been a lot of fun stuff over the years, but yeah, the point is it's the same message every year and we get to participate in it. So anyway, Abby, thank you for yeah. being here and talking Easter. Alicia, thank you very much. Oh, 
Uh, as a reminder to our viewers and listeners, we're coming at you each and every week uh, on Tuesday afternoons with what FBC has unpacked uh, from Scripture, celebrating the Easter season this past weekend as well. Uh, until next time, the fact of the matter, everybody, is that sermons are not meant to take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love, God bless.